year, 111 million people watch the Super Bowl. A little over 100 million this year. They're still calling that a good audience, but, do we have which a, it is a good audience. Do we have a grasp on people like Positive Sean and his friends who watched on an alternate technology? I don't know. Is that included? I've no. never known how they keep track of this anyway, because there's so many people watching around one TV for Super Bowl parties or a bar. I don't know. I don't know how you, I don't know how you figure that out. Um, calculator. Oh, okay. You can just add it. Right. Just add all the people. Yep. You just walk around and ask people. How many people were at your place? Did you uh, like 50 <laughs> plus 50. But like two people left minus two. Exactly. Um, uh, can plants feel consciousness? There's growing uh, information, according to the New York Times, that plants have uh, can express joy and sorrow, have memories, make decisions, can count. No, and, I remember when I was a seed. Good and, times. And can communicate. They can count? Yeah. Venus flytraps, for instance, count when a fly gets into their mush. Mm. They count a certain amount of time before they close on it. Wow. Yeah. And they can communicate with other plants or caterpillars. You're blowing my mind. They can uh, communicate with caterpillars. That's what this article like claims. every single phrase you've uttered deserves an hour's explanation and or investigation. And I'm not going to get into it, but it seems like it's leading me towards some sort of treating plants the way we treat animals. Well, we're not Which allowed to eat animals do. anymore. Well, some of us treat animals with a different view than we used to have, but mm. I still eat them regularly, often as I can. I just ate some bacon. Good pig. Mm. Glad you're dead, pig. That was some good bacon. Oh, my. Oh, boy. Wow. And I ate a BLT. So I killed a pig and a nice lettuce, a nice mm. head of lettuce. Right. At least in theory, the pig has some sort of agency it could break free the pin and roam away like a tomato is just sitting there on the yeah. plant right just begging you to have mercy on it and yet you do not a lot of options some wheat in the bread as well my genocide continues uh trump mentioned uh the gang ms-13 in his state of the union address the other night yeah which some people thought was overwrought trying to uh, put in people's minds with a, with immigration the idea of this evil gang that he says is, is a huge deal, and others were saying it's not that big a deal. Okay, well, well, it's a pretty big deal. Washington Post says it's a pretty big deal. Hell yeah. Um, Washington Post notes as the percentage of MS-13 gang members in prisons overall population rises. Local prisons, the Washington Post said, um, had surveyed a double-digit increase in MS-13 inmates over the past two years. So they're getting thrown in prison a lot more. And the problems go up, too, as the MS-13ers get into turf wars with members of other gangs like the Blood Crips and Aryan Brotherhood. They seem to be bent on taking over the prisons. They impose a tax on fellow inmates, usually Hispanics, offering them protection in exchange for money. But to the Washington Post, says the whole MS-13 in-gang or in prisons particularly is a big deal. So there's that, in case you were wondering. And it reminded me of this getting back to Trump's speech from a week ago, Joy Reid has really uh, come into her own on MSNBC. Hey, I don't know if you know her act. It doesn't sound familiar. Black I've probably seen her. Black woman says really over-the-top stuff oh, on a regular basis. Okay. She tweeted last week, because I heard her talking about the MS-13 thing. She tweeted last week after the State of the Union address, church, family, police, military, the national anthem, Trump trying to call on the tropes of the 1950s for his nationalism. Wow. Church and family are tropes of the 1950s. The goal of this speech appears to be to force the normalization of Trump on the terms of a bygone era his supporters are nostalgic for. 
who's not nostalgic for most of that stuff? And even if you're not a churchgoer, I, I think the, uh, uh, the, the community of people participating in it had some value. Family, police, military, the national anthem, and church. Tropes of the 1950s. Wow, that's an interesting... bygone era. Yeah. Interesting point of view. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Well, she's a communist, almost certainly. Huh. Or something like it. Wants collectivization, wants uh, an atheist, uh, classless society. But she's, uh, she's a daughter of Marx, right there. A Marxist. Have we... Posted the video of the Philadelphia Eagles fan getting down on his hands and knees in the street. We have. And eating some horse poop as the crowd cheered. Yes. Can we hear that clip again? This is the crowd cheering him on. So you got to wonder about those people. Not as much as the guy on his hand and knees, but you're also, (laughs) what is going on there? I can see it. I can see it. If a crowd is chanting, eat it, eat it, eat it, there's a roughly 100% chance that you should not eat it. That is the surest indication that you are not to eat. You said you could see it. So if you had been in that crowd wearing your Eagles jersey, perhaps have had a couple of drinks, I'm assuming, for some of these people. It could have happened. Uh, You would have been chanting, eat it also, and cheering wildly when the guy finally did eat horse poop. And laughing till I cried, yes. Well, laughing till you cried, I get, but... Absolutely, I would be chanting, eat it, eat it, just to see. You know me, I'm a social scientist. I want to see how strong is the urge to, to join with the crowd to earn their approval. So I'd be taking notes, even as I chanted, eat it, eat it. Yeah, I'd, I'd be chanting. What's brown and sounds like a bell? Hmm. Right there in the light, in the shadow of the Liberty Bell. Dung. Mm, makes that's, you uh, stop and think. It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, that, that, that seems like a, a full term paper should be done on that guy, the crowd, the, the what's going on there. He was, for that moment, Jack, their king. <laughs> their S-eating king. <laughs> Wipe that S-eating grin off your face. <laughs> he literally got a chance to do it with his eagle's scarf that he was wearing. Yeah. Yeah. The crowd just goes crazy with excitement and joy that they they had witnessed this. That he would debase himself and probably sicken himself out of some show of unity. Show of how much he is an Eagles fan? How much he cares about his football team? Well, see, that's that's the, uh, the, the two sides of this. The crowd is trying to convince him that's what's happening. But they're actually just wanting to see a guy eat horse crap. <laughs> well, they don't even really want to see that. They just want to see how far some numbnuts would go, right? Yeah, some drunken idiot. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good story. To have seen it or have to done it? To <laughs> No, to have seen it. If I've done I it, I was I'm... there, man. I was right there. The guy gets down. Somebody said, dude, I'll give you 100 bucks to eat it. And then he said no, but then somebody said, I'll give you 200 And he got he started to get down, and everybody started chanting, eat it, eat it. It was great. I think if you were the one who did it, I, wouldn't, uh, I probably wouldn't mention that to anyone. And I'd work what I... 
I'd spend every day trying to take down those videos that are making it around the internet. Speaking of church and family, I would dedicate the rest of my life to those and those alone. Or something, something above the level of that. What, crawling around in the street eating excrement? While hammered? Yes. Because people were cheering? Exactly. Yeah. That's Not a good look, Junior. That's Not rough. Not a good look. Oh, my God. It's just, it's, please. He's got parents. You suppose Kimmel? He might have a spouse. You suppose Kimmel or somebody's trying to get him as a guest? I'll bet you he shows up on Kimmel like tonight, tomorrow night. Here's the guy who ate the horse. <laughs> what were you thinking? Uh, she's really happy, Jimmy. <laughs> I was kind of drunk. <laughs> they got to be trying to nail down who he is. That's hilarious. Uh, lawyers predicting a wave of divorce this year because of a change in tax deductions. Plus, allegedly, uh, any GPS uh, employing device is going to be knocked out for days coming up soon. It's a giant military exercise. How will I get home? She probably won't. Just wander around. Wander around hungry for weeks. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. The Voice of the West. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Fired from his job as a Hawaii state warning officer, the man responsible for sending the state into 38 minutes of chaos is speaking out. Facing death threats, he's requested anonymity. I was 100% sure that it was the right decision, that that it was real. I was convinced that it was real. So just to be extremely clear, you are the person who triggered the false alert? Yes. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. I heard this is not a drill, and uh, I didn't hear exercise at all. I'm really not to blame in this. But, uh, it was a system failure, and uh, I did what I was trained to do. Wow, he uh, doesn't come off as... Uh... Now, this is the guy that had fallen for, like, a tsunami warning he thought was real. And a number of... Volcano other... eruption. Yeah. yeah. Oh, alien I... invasion. I thought it was real. I didn't hear it was a test. So. Locust. So he's done warning. this a number of times over 10 years. He doesn't strike me as particularly bright. Maybe he's just not articulate. Right. But yeah. uh, he didn't Man come... Man, a few words. Yeah. He's getting death threats, though. Who's threatening to Everybody's kill Everybody's getting death threats. <laughs> Everybody who has any presence on the world scene gets death threats via, <laughs> via the internet. Yeah, I don't know if you saw the interview, but he was doing the whole... He was blacked out and all that sort of stuff because he's so concerned. For his safety? Yeah. Which seems... a. I think that's a little shows him to not to be that sharp either. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. How angry are Hawaiians? You know who know. else is getting lots of death threats? Chris Collinsworth, color announcer at the at Super Bowl yesterday. <laughs> it's the Super Bowl. Now, I didn't see uh I didn't see that much of the actual football playing. So apparently there were some calls that they had to take a look at. Which oh, yeah. Is, that's, that, yeah. Honestly, for me, that ranks at the top of why I originally started watching less NFL. When they started reviewing so many calls, and it takes 
so long and takes all the momentum and fun out of it, then half the time you're left with, I think they're wrong again, just like you were before. So it didn't solve anything. Football fans need no introduction to this. Non-football fans, I don't think I can properly explain it to you. The question of whether a dude actually caught the ball or not has become absolutely bizarre, Kafka-esque, inexplicable, impenetrable, and nonsensical. It's just so dumb now. But Collinsworth didn't think uh, at least one of the Philadelphia touchdowns was a touchdown, so now he's getting death threats from Philadelphia there fans. There you like, go, death threats. But so I, you, you probably saw this watching the game, but after they decided one against what he thought was obviously happening, he said, I give up, I give up. Clearly, if that ball's not loose, then I give up. Well, right. So, he was saying, I give up on trying to figure out what the hell the rule is. Right. Because nobody knows. Right. And the, the, the replay period was interminable. Took them forever, and now they've introduced it to baseball to slow that down. I'm just, I'm just anti that. I realize yeah. this is sports stuff, and you're not all into it. But I'm just, anti- go back to the old way. It's you know, just a TV right. show. It's I, just a game. <laughs> I watched football my whole life. I was fine without doing this. Everything right. was fine. I hear people on sports talk all the time with a. I'd rather it took an hour. Getting it right is the most important thing. All right, good for you. And you're tons of fun at parties. Yeah, exactly. And your sport is now hockey. <laughs> Wow. What happened to hockey? I don't know, because that's a great sport. But anyway. And it takes so much of the fun out of the yay! Oh, that's right. we got to sit and wait. And then they finally announce it was a touchdown. Uh, yay, I guess. I don't remember what we were. Right. Oh, that's right. Yay. Yay. It sucks. The whole yeah. thing sucks. It's yeah. going the wrong direction. Yeah. No doubt. So that's that. Chris It'll Collinsworth take... getting death threats. Of course he is. And very much he was he was smelling Tom Brady's uh, aroma all, all oh, day. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Sean, that's out of line. <laughs> I love one. that. I love that. No need for the homoeroticism <laughs> to begin with. As as a favorite Armstrong and Getty listener tweeter, I'm just Diane summarized in a tweet after the game. You know, the real winner today was Tom Brady, in quotes, Chris Collinsworth quote. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. That is funny. So I'm told by a pretty good source that the Air Force is launching its largest ever three-week set of air war drills. This is not the we're going to invade Texas thing. Or You remember that? Oh, yeah. I had, I had friends, people I really like, who were very concerned that Barack Obama was preparing to invade Texas. Right, invade any part of the country that was going to vote against his third term. Anyway, it didn't happen. Uh, but on January... Oh, allegedly it's already underway. So what are they doing? Well, wait a minute. So this is interesting. A listener sent this along, and I didn't catch the date. Um... Allegedly, the Air Force is going to do this massive air drill, which will include a blackout of GPS devices, because it is entirely possible in in future warfare that our enemies, domestic and foreign, (laughs) will try to knock out any technical superiority we have, of course. And so they're going to make everybody do what they're doing, attack planes, fighter planes, bombers, etc., do what they're doing with a GPS blackout. Um, And they were going to send out whatever death rays they have to do that, and you should be warned, blah, blah, blah. But according to this, it's starting on the 26th and runs through the 18th of this month. Well, I haven't heard anything about it yet, huh? God dang, I thought this was like a real deal, because this is a very reliable source. Hmm. Maybe it's just fairly limited where they've done it thus far, but it was centered in like southwestern California. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I blew it. I I apologize. 
Two of your memes that have emerged today from the Super Bowl, I'm told. A lot of things get called memes that never reach me. Giselle Bunchen drinking a glass of wine with uh, their kid sitting on her lap. With a child? Uh, there? Gone as a meme or something like really? that. Really? What's the, what's the point of it? I don't know. Does it mm. need to be a point? Yeah. Internet. Internet is the point. Internet. <laughs> Internet. Um, the other meme. The internet broke over Giselle Bunchen while drinking wine with her child. <laughs> the other meme that I actually did strike me yesterday was Pink taking whatever that was out of her mouth right before she started singing. I totally missed that. Oh yeah. I, I guess I wasn't looking at her as she began. They went right to her, and then she just reaches in there and pulls out something wet and yucky and takes it. Out. It's, 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 you know, 1080-whatever, perfect screen HD, yeah. right up close to her face. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't the best look. People taking spittle-soaked material out of their <laughs> mouth is something you don't need to see. Yeah. I'm sorry I missed it. i got to go back and watch the uh, so, DVR. So that was gross. Wow. Yeah, that was gross. There was, uh, there was uh, a remarkable lack of any politics going on, which was really refreshing, until several of the commercials decided to lecture us on whatever. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nearly like, remember last year's all-time winner? With the little girl who was grabbing pieces of cloth to make an American flag as she snuck into the country with her parents. God, that's right. That's right. There there was a bunch of those last year. She loved America so much she was making a little American flag out of anything she could find to show how much how she really loves this country more than Americans do as she sneaks in to find a better life. Right. And remember to the point that Saturday Night Live really mocked it. Oh, yeah. And underneath her sombrero... Uh, whatever. That's right. A yarmulke. That's right. <laughs> That's, can you come up with that? Alec Baldwin, the parody of the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. So there wasn't anything even close to that. Right. Just the little babies. Are, we will be able to love who we want and dream who we want and have equal pay and not have Harvey Weinstein rape us, <laughs> and the rest, which is which is good. Trust me, that oh, part yeah. I'm down with. Yeah. Yeah, but it was so damn lectury. There are a couple of lectury ads. No, I, I I don't remember all of them, but I remember last year when it came out on Monday, we were just all, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, yeah that was. Because there were so many of yeah. them. It was just oh, yeah. nonstop. Like, every commercial break was that. Yeah, virtue signaling. Oh, so hard to take. So, yeah, it was nice that they took a step back. Everybody, advertisers, the NFL doesn't want it. I mean, everybody, the athletes, just let, let's just leave this out this year. Love the tight ads. Is every ad a tight ad? And then you start thinking it was, and then half the time it was. <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, we got another classified memo about to drop, it looks like. Drawdown of American forces from Iraq has begun, but they are not coming home. And it's science. Wine will clean your brain. There Stories you go. coming up. And it's now Armstrong and Giddy. That explains the pristine nature of my frontal lobe. That's what Giselle Bunchen was doing, cleaning her brain. You could do brain surgery, ironically, on my brain. Brain surgery for somebody else's brain, <laughs> using my brain as the surface. It. it is so clean. <laughs> From the wine. Yes. From the wine. Gotcha. Uh, so all that is coming up. Stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Kevin Hart 
the comedian apologizing for his drunken behavior in the last 24 hours, some somehow involved with Super Bowl. I saw a, it's the Super Bowl. I saw a picture of him <laughs> trying to like sneak onto the trophy award stand there on the yeah, field. He mentions that. Oh, he does. He okay. mentions that in his apology, and it's it's pretty entertaining. I hope he mentions it in a high voice and kind of agitated and probably gesticulating wildly. I'm sorry, I snuck up there. I've uh, gotten a bunch of texts asking this. I don't know if you remember. I said it, my son had a birthday party that was scheduled for the same time as Super Bowl yesterday. It's the Super Bowl, yeah. And uh, But unfortunately, it was going to be the first birthday party he ever went to. But he chickened out, so we didn't go. Uh, His anxiety got the best of him. Ah, uh, that's too bad. So he still has never been to a, to a birthday party, which uh, is really unfortunate. But anyway, so we didn't go when we were home watching the Super Bowl. So I, so I didn't see all this stuff, like a drunken Kevin Hart. Doing his thing, and we'll have his apology coming up. Is he contrite enough? Does he take full responsibility? (laughs) Oh, I hope so. News now with Marsha Phillips. Are you ready for another confidential memo to drop? Democrats are going to have a chance to have their side of the controversial memo controversy considered by the House Intelligence Committee. The committee is going to review the Democrats' rebuttal to the Republican memo alleging bias against President Trump on the parts of the FBI and the Justice Department. So they're going to take that vote today. If the committee votes to allow the release of the memo, then President Trump gets five days to object. This morning, the president blasted the top Democrat on that committee, calling him Little Adam Schiff, one of the biggest liars and leakers in Washington who must now be stopped. Schiff's Twitter response, instead of spreading false smears, the American people would appreciate it if you'd turn off the TV and help solve the funding crisis protect dreamers, or really anything else. End of tweet. I just wish anybody at any point would be an adult and just not respond to these things like a child. Good luck. Because everybody does now. Just everybody. Yep. Western contractors at a U.S.-led coalition base in Iraq say American troops have indeed started a drawdown from that country following Baghdad's declaration of victory over ISIS. They say that U.S. soldiers, weapons, and equipment are being transported out of Iraq, and they're going to Afghanistan. Oh, really? So they're not coming home. How about the fact that Israel is bombing ISIS in Egypt with the permission and the help of the Egyptian government while they're keeping it a secret from their population? Oh, nice job letting it out. uh, Egypt and Israel have gone to war three times. Yes. Um, What's up with Egypt? They can't do their own bombings. Are they that inept? Well, just hardly anybody has the military capability of Israel. Because, you know, good point. Because yeah. we give them our best stuff. Sure. And so Israel is working with Saudi Arabia and with Egypt. Yep. Even yep. though their governments are pretending they're not because we have to hate the Israelis. Sure. Playing play to their base. And it's really all got to do with keeping an eye on Iran. There's a real restructuring of this whole thing. Yep. Yep. Enormously different from, you know, the world we grew up in. Yeah. Google, it turns out, is going on a hiring spree this year. The company reported it's going to hire thousands of people nationwide this year by opening centers in nine states. How many people is Bing hiring? (laughs) (laughs) God, is Bing still functioning? Oh, well, Bing it. Find out. (laughs) We got a new study out. This is science. Drinking two and a half glasses of wine a day cleans the brain. Will do. University of... And you know what? Sometimes I'm so particular, even though my brain is clean, I'll re-clean it. A little more wine. University of Rochester researchers found the brains of mice exposed to the equivalent of two and a half glasses of wine each day were more efficient at removing waste products that are associated with dementia. Mm, I'm getting ripe current. Mm. 
there's some nice mineral out of this. This is some real good stuff. The study's author writing, In this study, we have shown for the first time low doses of alcohol are potentially very beneficial to the brain. Mixed messages, Marshall. Mixed messages. You know what would be really good with this? You know what would be really good with this? What? Cheese, you idiot. I'm an effing mouse. (laughs) Think about it. How does it pair with cheese? That's the only thing the mouse is going to say. In the report, there was no mention as to what specific type of wine is best to drink, but the researchers say other types of alcohol, including beer, would likely have the same impact. Mm. So you want to have uh, throw a few back, you'll clean your brain. Wine's good for the, the bloodstream, though. Thins the blood, don't you know? And Paul Simon has now joined the ranks of retiring music icons. He's announced he's kicking off his Homeward Bound the Farewell Tour in Vancouver, Canada on May 16th. He will do kind of an Elton John thing and do hundreds of dates around the country, around the world. Is he really? I I heard a really good interview with him where he said he's been a working musician for whatever it is, 70 years or something like that. I mean, just a ridiculous amount of time. Mm -hmm. He said he'd like to try something else. And then I saw him on Austin City Limits, and I thought, does this have anything to do with the fact that you can't sing anymore? Oh, really? Yeah, he was. I thought it was terrible. Uh, and I have, I've, I've liked elder Paul Simon, but yeah, he just, yeah. he can't do it anymore. Yeah, Paul Simon's seventy six. Yeah, he's almost eighty years old. Yeah. Wow. All right, it's Super Bowl Fifty Two, my friends. As you know, is in the books. And the game is over. The game is over. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Philadelphia Makes you want to eat horse poop, doesn't it? <laughs> Philadelphia beating the Patriots 41-33 to in the Super Bowl. It is the team's first Super Bowl title. All of this, of course, delighting the Eagles fans. I'm feeling amazing. I'm so excited. I've waited my whole life for this. Super Bowl champions, baby. We'll be back next year, baby. We won, baby. There wow. Jeez. It's just, like I said. When my team wins, uh, any kind of exuberance is acceptable. When somebody else's team wins, you all look like idiots. <laughs> and the Eagles... Yeah, we won, baby! <laughs> number one! Yeah, yes, yes. You, you are briefly number one. Excellent grasp of the uh, league rules, yes. You had nothing to do with it. Half right. the team will be playing for someone else next year. Just settle down. I need to compare and contrast yeah. the yelling of those Philly, uh, Philly fans with uh, the... The bellowing of cattle. <laughs> How similar that. <laughs> Number one, baby. <laughs> okay, more ratings information is yes. coming out. They now have yep. it as an eight-year low for the Super Bowl. Oh. Mm. So it's uh, headed the wrong direction. Yeah, well. Although an eight-year low suggests that, you know, eight years ago it was lower. Yeah, but it had been growing. Growing and growing and growing. And mm-hmm. Clearly, it is not. Was last year, eight years ago, some sort of crappy matchup, I guess? Or I don't something? know. I'll look into that. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips in the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Uh, so, coming up, we'll uh, we'll remind you of how bad the commercials were last year and how they, they were much better this year. And Kevin Hart's apology, and I will be on, Finally. on the lookout to see if he is contrite enough. Finally, American can begin the healing. He tried to rush up on the stage for the MVP thing? Yeah, kind of, sort of. Yeah, that ain't cool. Not, why was he on the field at all? He's somebody's buddy, probably. Yeah. He's a uh, Philadelphia guy. Oh, okay. like, He's a Philly guy. my city. I get, yeah, gotcha. he, he addresses that. And they're number one now. They are. So the, they're, they're number they're, one! Their backs were against the wall all <laughs> season. No, every, everybody doubted them. They said we couldn't do it. That's right. What, they did? <laughs> well, no Let wonder. The mighty eagles soar. A duet between John Ashcroft and Prince. Well, if people, if people had been doubting you, now I understand your exuberance. All right. Stay down. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
Armstrong and Getty. The voice of the West. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I used to be a rolling stone, you know. If a cause is right. We opened on a little immigrant girl. She's dusty, she's tired, she's come a long way. She looks up and sees a wall. How will she get over it? A boy appears at the top, he throws down a rope. The rope is made from American flags. The girl climbs the rope. She sees her new country for the first time, and she cries. Hard cut. Cheetos. <laughs> wow. I love that. So that was Sarah and I like, like mocking <laughs> last year's ads that were so damned over the top. So you didn't have that this year, really. Not really. No, there was some virtue signaling. There are a few ads that were a little sickening, but... Overall, I, I had forgotten, but I remember last year, like every ad was either was this one up for women or up for a particular race or up with what you know because they're all that. Yeah, Yeesh. the handicapable, etc. Uh, Kevin Hart, comedian, funny guy. Um, you know, buddy cop movies, right? With uh, what's his name, the other guy with The Rock, right? The Rock, that's his name, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, his legal name. I'll never call him that. So Kevin Hart's a Philly guy, but an Eagles fan his whole life. Does a little drinking at the game, is on the field for some reason, tries to get up on the stage for the MVP trophy thing. Uh, thing you know, here's his apology today. Uh, to all the kids out there, I just want to say don't drink. You know, when alcohol's in your system, you do dumb stuff. Me trying to go on stage with the trophy, definitely in the top two stupidest things I've ever done. But who cares? The Eagles won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm still a little tipsy, but the world can kiss my ass. Yeah, wear your socks. Shut up, bitch. I ain't got socks on because I'm tipsy. And my wife was the first one to say, babe, don't go up there. I told my wife, beat no, honey, chill out. I got to be up there with my city. <laughs> How did it work out? It didn't work out good. <laughs> that man did his job, didn't he? He I'm said, sorry, sir. I'm sorry. He said Kevin Hart, I know who you are, but you can't be up here. I said, hell if I can't. <laughs> I went to walk. He put his hand on my chest. He was, he, was who he? gives a <laughs> Go, Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Hey, that is the best apology ever. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Try to get up on stage. How'd that work out? <laughs> Where's your socks? <laughs> I told you I'm tipsy. I ain't got no socks on because I'm tipsy. <laughs> That is great. <laughs> I told my wife I need to be up there with my city. <laughs> she told me don't go up there. How'd that work out? <laughs> that is that funny. That's great. Who's his buddy, too? <laughs> Kudos, sir. Straight Man of the Week Award. Oh, God, that is funny. And uh, on the uh, Twitter post, he has his hashtags. Hashtag, I should have listened to my wife. Hashtag, I'm buying an eagle with the money I won. <laughs> And hashtag, at least I didn't punch a horse. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That I find him beautiful. hysterical. Just yeah. almost no yeah. matter what he does, he yeah. makes me laugh. He's one of those people that has the benefit of he could just say anything, and it's funny. I can't be the only person in America who wants to hear that again. Sure, I'd like to hear Play it again. Uh, to all the kids out there, I just want to say don't drink. <laughs> You know, when alcohol's in your system, you do dumb stuff. Me trying to go on stage with the trophy, Damn definitely in the top two stupidest things I've ever done. But who cares? 
Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm still a little tipsy, but the world can kiss my ass. Yeah, wear your socks. Shut up, bitch. I ain't got socks on because I'm tipsy. And my wife was the first one that said, babe, don't go up there. I told my wife, be, no, honey, chill out. I got to be up there with my city. How did it work out? It didn't work out good. That man did his job, didn't he? He said, sorry, sir, I'm sorry, he said Kevin Hart, I know who you are, but you can't be up here. I said, hell if I can't. I went to walk. He put his hand on my chest. He was, was he, was who gives a shit? Go, Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Hey, fuck it. <laughs> be up there with my city. <laughs> I said, the hell I can't. <laughs> sounds like Mel Gibson, some sort of patriotic Scottish. I got to be up there with my city. <laughs> and he's like four foot eight. Right. God, that is funny. That is really funny. Shut up, man. I ain't got no size. I'm just tipsy. <laughs> Wait a minute. I've been tipsy plenty of times. My socks don't fly off. What happened to your socks? <laughs> and if that's one of the top two stupidest things you ever did, you got to tell us about number one. Wow. Yeah. Must well, pretty and good. or they're neck and neck, and the voting hasn't begun yet. Yeah. Wow. I'd hate to be forced to... To confess to that, to that single stupidest thing you've ever done whilst uh, inebriated. We're not inebriated. Boy. I log it away in my memory to remind myself how to act and not how to act, <clears throat> how not to act. But I'd have to think about it for a while. Yeah, yeah. I need to do some research on the statute of limitations before <laughs> yeah, I can, exactly. before I can dis- discuss such things. Mentioning them on the air. You know, the laws of, laws of God have no statute of limitations, Sean. I just want you to remember that. Yeah. But the Ten Commandments don't need your local police to enforce them. The city ordinances of Denver do have a time period in which they've run out. <laughs> um, there you go. And now, final thoughts from Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Wrap up the show, huh? Hey, Michelangelo, final thought? Uh, yeah, uh, Dad, if there's ever a YouTube clip of you eating a horse dung at a sports celebration, I'm changing my name and moving. Wow. Period. Wow. Wow. Positive Sean, final thought. I'm adding no socks drunk to my rating of how drunk somebody <laughs> yeah. could possibly be. Nice. It, it's it's very confusing. It involves colors, various phrases. But yeah, he's without socks is definitely on the, on the scale. And without a reasonable explanation. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, Marshall Phillips, your final thought. I got to tell you, the Kevin Hart tipsy reminds me of a time in college where a bunch of us got wasted on tequila, found ourselves outside an apartment complex, decided to be a great idea to go and take off all our clothes and jump in the pool at oh, midnight. Oh, boy. Oh, how'd that work out for you? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Jack, your final thought for us? Uh, yeah, it flitted out of my head. What was my final thought? I had a final thought. Yeah. So I've got a final thought. It's about the Super Bowl. Well, let me jump in. Buy an eagle. I'd Maybe be happy to buy you a second. Yeah. So uh, I had no particular interest in any of the teams. I kind of didn't want to see the Patriots win yet again. So I said, all right, I'll root for the Eagles. By the end of the game, I was really, really into it, really rooting for the Eagles. I was nervous. It is wild how the human beast wants to band with other beasts and be for something. Yeah. I'll go with my final thoughts since the ratings are down. I wonder if in 20 years it will just make no sense to people that this was such a big deal, the Super Bowl, for a while. That the whole country would stop and watch the show. It'll just make zero sense. Why would you do that, they'll think. Bonus uh, final thought from me. For the folks who did party hard and are feeling crappy today, which is a lot of America, make the change. Hashtag Super Bowl Saturday. You know who's in favor of that? 
Everyone. Yeah, no kidding. Everyone. Why hasn't it happened? I don't know. Because somebody decided to play the games on Sundays back in 1932. I don't know. But the, would the network be for it or against it? How the hell with them? I think, I think almost everybody would be for it. Yeah. Sure. Oh, my God. Then we'd get after it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason. Maybe the sock losing drunk. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. You think horse scrap eating was something, huh? Uh, so many people who thanks for a little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. We'd love to hear from you. Our contact info is there. Oh, that was funny. See you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you and good night. Then the show's over. What? Bye bye. As Rocky said, besides my kids being born, this is the greatest night of my life. <laughs> Yo, Adrian, we did it. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West. Greenberry.